2: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
3: Believe.
2: On this episode of Believe in Sparks, we once again welcome back head coach Derek Fisher along with Assistant General Manager Michael Fisher, to discuss the newest member of your Los Angeles Sparks family. She's a forward out of the University of Miami. It is Beatrice Mom Premier. She was selected 20th overall in Friday's WNBA draft. We invite you to subscribe and like our show. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. We would love to have you join us for all of our broadcasts so you don't miss a thing about your L.A. Sparks. This is the Believe in Sparks podcast on the one and only place, Believe Podcast Network. We start with a few words from Public Relations and Communications Director Eli Horowitz.
1: What an exciting draft. I think ESPN did a fantastic job um, with that presentation. Without further ado, I'm going to pass it over um, first to Derek and Michael uh, for an opening statement.
0: Thank you, everybody, for uh being here. All I can say the first words on my mouth is "Wow, we you know how can we we got three players uh their first round talent. It's like you know we had everybody all so high on the floor, and uh i am I could not be more excited to see all the talent that we have brought on this team. you know uh everybody knows how amazing uh treat my premier is. She is, you know, like six four, six five, long arms. Runs the floor so well. Uh, you know, I believe she just dropped just because she had an injury. Otherwise, you know, everybody knows how talented uh, my female is, and you know, she is. Uh, She's going to continue to be a great player in, in the WNBA, and of especially for the Sparks. It's just that, uh, you know, she just had an injury. I could see how important she was for uh, Miami and Florida, because uh, once she went down, the team struggled That shows how important uh, Patrice is to uh, the team and how talented she is. And you, know, the, and, you know, and obviously before she had the injury, you know, this year and last year, she was one of the top rebounders in the nation. So, obviously, you know, with the talent that she has, the way she gets up down the court, uh, mom, premier is full talented, uh, I couldn't be more excited of uh, having a first-round talent with uh, her in uh, Los Angeles. It's an unbelievable pick that we got at 20. And then uh, we got Feebich uh, from Germany. I think most of you guys might not be familiar with her, but she was by far uh, the best international player. And, you know, she's been incredible since she was 16 years old. I mean, how often are you going to find a 4 player that plays on the wing? That is unheard of. You might have a player on the wing, a five nine, five ten, five eleven, at maybe a six foot, but she's six foot four. So okay. if you do research on Bevers from Germany, I'm telling you, oh my goodness, kind of luck we got, a mother of a diva, you know, you know. And obviously, going to take her so, some more time to develop. But like I said, she is a better first round talent, you know, like we had when we had a diva a couple of years ago. So even though you guys may not be familiar with the name, the girl can play. She Four, she can shoot, I mean, oh my gosh, she has a deep three-point range, you know, with a heightened note, and then, of course, she can always post up inside on everybody, so, obviously, with a major steal in the draft, and I couldn't be uh, more excited to get that, and then, another major steal we got with Tyese Martin, you know, all all four years of West Virginia, one of the most athletic guards, you know, we play for a great school like West like Virginia and seeing all those players in the draft. I couldn't ask for more of a perfect draft of more talented players to come. And okay. he can help and make the team great. I'm very excited about uh, who we have here now with us at Sparks.
4: Thanks, Eli. Thanks, uh, Michael. Yes, no, we're we're um, we're excited about the way, you know, tonight unfolded. Um, like Eli mentioned, uh, you know, uh, the draft itself was um it was a special draft, even though it was virtual, um, the recognition of uh, Alyssa Altebelli and Gianna and, and Peyton Chester and the Kobe Bryant Advocacy Award, and uh, it was a special night. So regardless of what picks we uh, we had in this draft, it was going to be special uh, from that standpoint. And then as far as uh, the three players and a and, and fourth player that we invited to camp, we uh, we feel like we accomplished the goals that we set out to Accomplished with, with this draft in particular, uh, you know, without first-round picks or lottery picks, um, you know, doing our due diligence and making sure we're prepared to take the right players at the right time. And we wanted lift. We wanted versatility. Mon um, Premier brings us both of those things. Her, her rebounding prowess is something that we're looking forward to seeing in training camp. Um, you know, Leonie Feibich is, is really versatile, really skilled player. Um, she's young and, and will have the opportunity to get better and improve and mature over the next year or two. And um, But we're excited about her skill set and, and what she can do in terms of playing multiple positions. And same thing for Tennis Martin. We, they were another thing that we really wanted to try and find ways to do uh, in, in terms of having the roster that we already had going into the draft Uh, We wanted to bring players in that would not be, um, you know, they'll respect, obviously, the names on our roster that we have, but they're also going to come in and compete for every single possession and every opportunity they get. Um, And and we feel like all three players, um, although we'll talk more about, uh, you know, uh, Leone and and the timing of of when she joins us, but, you know, we feel like Beatrice and Tynise and then also, Dominic McBride. We we feel excited about having all three of those players joining us in camp when we get started. And uh so we're 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 excited, man. We we have no idea we we'd have a chance to get first round talent as late as we did. And uh so we're we're looking forward to getting started as soon as everybody can do so
1: in a safe and healthy fashion. Thanks, Coach. And uh, as you heard from Coach, our, our press release was just sent um, to most of your inboxes, but we have also signed Dominic McBride from University of Arizona to a training camp contract. Uh, we're going to go now to questions. We'll start with Brady Klopper with SB Nation. Please clarify uh, who your question is for, uh, Derek or Michael. I
5: have just a, Two questions for you, Michael. Um, first off, I know you both touched on this a little bit, but if you could just say, how, how surprised are you that mom premier fell to you at 20 and she was, she was in the first round on pretty much every mock draft and maybe how much did that change your draft strategy going forward to have someone that I'm assuming you, you were not planning on having available. And then second, um, do you have a timeline um, for Leonie and when you might expect her to be, to be able to come over and play in the WNBA.
0: Very, very, very good questions here. Uh, we're very, very shocked, and you know, obviously she was the top player on the board. The draft was going on, and I understand why. You know, obviously her foot injury, uh, but you know, I spoke with uh, the Miami coaches, and you know, she helped me she came back uh, before the ACC tournament, and then, uh, and then. Uh, you know, she she is more than ready to go, uh it just it was a complete shock I and mean, she was the top player on the board and it was like, you know, the coastal ride was just shocked and uh, okay, we're ready to take her because uh you know we've obviously both had twenty and twenty two and we right there it was like a it was like a Christmas gift in April for us. I mean like I mean like wow. I mean everybody has my premier you know, in the first round mock draft, and I'm just like, wow, it's just, I'm just mind blown. And you know what? So, we have a first round talent on our team, and we're excited to, to answer the second part of your question. Once we're allowed, once the league tells us we can start bringing players in, we'll do that. But we're going to start with Montpelier right away, and, you know, you know get her up uh, with our terminology, make her feel part of the team. So, by the time she gets to LA, She's more comfortable and ready to go. So she's had the chance to really connect with our teammates virtually because, you know, we're, we're connecting with everybody. So, therefore, it's not like uh, She'll get a chance to know her teammates before
1: she gets to LA. We'll go to Jim Alexander with Southern California News Group. Derek, I'm going to ask you this. Um, talking on the, the WNBA conference call earlier this week, and Rebecca Lobo was talking about how it's difficult enough to make a roster in the, in the WNBA may be the most difficult league for a young player to make a roster with, and and I know the talent that you guys have, have acquired today, but with the roster that you already have and the number of veterans you have, uh, talk about what, what kind of training camp you can expect and how difficult it's going to be for the, those young players and what they're going to have to do to make that roster.
4: Uh, yes, thank you for thank you for the question. The um no you're you're right on. It, it Rebecca's right on. Uh the WNBA uh with so few roster spots and only twelve teams, uh it, it is a difficult job to 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 gain, uh, and to get and, and also to keep. Uh and so, you know, you have to be intentional about the players that you do bring in uh to training camp because uh, I I think Michael and I both agree and, and it's part of our you know, philosophy is to we want to have a chance to win a championship as often as possible. And one of the ways that I really believe uh, is is important to that is is a level of competition uh, that happens right from day one in training camp, in practice, throughout the season. And oftentimes, uh, those young players that are hungry for an opportunity to make it, to prove themselves that they belong, they they raise the level of everybody else and. You know, for us going into this draft, we were looking for talent, of course, but the type of players that we felt like had the mental makeup um, to push our group forward. And so everybody understands, you know, what it is to be in the WNBA and uh, the fact that every situation is not guaranteed, but that works both ways. And, you know, some of our veteran players also understand the way that that works. And I think it, it raises a level of accountability. Um, for just about everybody, and I think as a competitor, I don't know if you want it any other way. So uh, that's the way we feel about it. Um, You know, there are people that actually have guarantees that are guaranteed, and then there are others that don't. And so we're just going to come to training camp and see how things work out. But we drafted these players feeling like they're talented enough to be on our roster, and then we'll see how the rest
3: plays out.
1: Go over to to 2 the L.A. Times.
3: Uh, this question is from Michael. Obviously, this uh, being a virtual draft, it seems like everyone was kind of figuring things out as you go. So what was this night like for you, trying to uh, communicate and hold a draft and kind of keep up with everything from your house while we were all social distancing? What was that process like for you?
0: Yeah, it was unique very, very different process because really, uh, if we didn't have this going on, our, our, our whole staff, Coach and myself, we've been in the war room at our office, you know, with the whole staff, we would have done that interaction. But obviously, we all had to do everything on, on Zoom calls. So Coach and I, throughout the whole draft, we were listening to, uh, the pictures were coming in, like, wow, and, you know, having our topic. So it was an adjustment. Uh, it's like, you know, how technology has come a long way, because I have no idea how they were done this 30 years ago, you know. <laughs> uh... So, I mean, we were very fortunate and blessed to really have technology to really help this process because Coach and I were able to, like, uh, we could see the board we had, uh, go through our uh, papers and notes and stuff like that. But, you know, it was it was very different because I, I do, I think it's more, not more of what the draft was, but probably more of the, uh, the preparation towards the draft, you know, compared to, like, doing it in person compared to having to do everything uh, remotely, you know, uh, uh, so sometimes we had to get creative with uh, how we wrote notes down and get the board stuff. But uh, it was a fun experience, and definitely I would, I would definitely would never forget for the rest of my life.
1: Okay, we'll go over to Amanda Skerlock of the L.A. Sentinel.
6: Could you talk to me a little bit about um, your selection of getting two guards? What was the reasoning behind that? And that goes for both of you all.
0: Well, uh, it's more about the talent. It was the talent that we have. I mean, I told you, like I said earlier, first-round talent. You can't. I mean, we were, like I said, we were given a Christmas gift today. It just uh, those are the best players uh, on the board. I mean, you can't. Pass. I mean, those players all are just. They were. There's the separation level. I mean, I mean, I all of you guys know how skilled they are. And, you know, it's going to be a very uh, competitive camp, and I know that people are, are going to push uh, everybody. This team is going to be the one of the best, strongest uh, uh, competitive uh, camp we're ever going to have ever, probably, in the history, uh, because of how much talent there is, because the draft picks are so, so good. But I do want to say that the girl from, uh from Germany, she's not going to be uh, coming over this year. So uh, so that's one, uh, that's uh, one less guard we have to uh, worry about for uh, this year, but uh, so I know our, our camp is going to be very fully competitive.
4: Yeah, and just to, to you know back up what Michael's saying, I think from the um, from the guard perspective, uh, it, we felt like it was important in terms of you know still getting a chance to draft uh, you know Ternese at 34, and then even also bringing um, you know Dominic McBride in, who's a forward. Um, at Arizona, but uh, her versatility, uh, we really feel like she's she's kind of a, a wing, kind of utility player.
1: Michael, I think my, my question is probably more meant for you. Um, you mentioned with Beatrice with the foot injury and everything, and she'll probably speak a little bit about that in her aspect in a few minutes. But do you think if you guys had the chance to do more in-person interviews, scouting, medical, all of the normal kind of stuff you get, you'd have more of a better feeling about what really – uh, kind of the shape of everything health-wise. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I've been in touch
0: with actually uh, one of their assistant coaches, Octavia Blue, uh, with a player of ours with the Houston Comets. She's been an assistant coach with and you know I've always uh, I've saw uh, Patrice uh, in person quite a few times, and both Coach Fisher and I were also at like. Uh, he got to see her at the ACC tournament, so we've seen her play quite a few times, and we're just blown away of uh, how she separates herself from everybody else on the court. You can see when you when you watch Miami play, you know that she's by far the best talent, the best player on the floor. I mean, it's just like I'm just I'm just blown away. Uh, I know that uh, Patrice is gonna come back even stronger. I mean, so I think it's it's, it's it's sad that you know that a foot injury dropped her, but that's 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 uh that's an advantage for us because we end up with a much better player and to help our team and uh, i know that uh, uh we have the best athletic trainers and we' gonna you know work with her and you know i know she's gonna come to a very strong camp and you know she 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 is a beast i know she's gonna push everybody in the post she's gonna be she, she's gonna surprise everybody because she is that good and i know i i just be side to have her so but uh, Everybody bounces back from injury, but an injury should not uh, slow anybody down. You know, so I'm, I'm way beyond a for her.
2: The WNBA draft just concluded the NFL draft will come up next. But with no NBA, no NHL or MLB, you might think there's really nothing to bet on. However, BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. Help out their $750,000 poker series. They're still fun to be had at betonline.ag. Just use this promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag, and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering experts.
1: Uh, John W. Davis of Windsider. This question would be for... uh both Michael and Derek, if I could get a quick answer from it. And I'm asking this question kind of for like a fan social media perspective. There was a, uh, I guess there was a, an idea that people were thinking like, oh, it would be great synergy if you were able to draft Erica
4: Ogumake and have three sisters on one team with the LA Sparks. Was there uh, any discussion towards the second round, maybe that 24th pick draft Erica?
0: Erica, oh my goodness, Erica is amazing. You know why? She's a two-time Conference USA Player of the Year. The Conference USA is like the seventh-best conference, but the second-best conference out of the Power, Power Five. And, you know, uh, in the NCAA Tournament, I mean, that, that family is so skilled. Erica is, uh, we looked at Erica as Erica, I know that, and, uh, you know, uh, obviously she was taken uh, before we had a chance. I mean, you know, I'm very happy for her because, that's how gifted she is and uh, she's going she's gonna to do great up in Minnesota and uh, it'll be fun if when we play against Minnesota to uh, have uh, all those sisters uh, play against each other. So I'm sure they're probably going to, uh, they're not going to take it easy on her, you know. But uh, I want to congratulate Erica because she is that good, you know, two-time conference of the year. So it's not about what Nessa and Shanae are, but of who Erica is, because she totally deserves it, and I'm very excited for
6: Erica.
1: Sabrina Merchant, so, SB Nation.
6: Eric,
3: I'm curious, now that this is your second
6: WNBA draft, what do you feel like you learned about the process this time around?
4: I think, you know, the difference, honestly, is in the, in the process. Um, I think that since we were, I think in a lot of ways, forced to work together and collaborate in different ways due to Uh, the social distancing guidelines, you know, the stay-at-home orders, um, you know, as well as not um, necessarily having the typical way of doing things. Like, you know, we all, Michael, myself, coaches, uh, basketball staff, um, we all really uh, collaborated at a high, high level. And last year for me, at least in my experience, you know, Michael's much more experienced than I, um, you know, accepting the job in December and, you know, getting up to speed with a number of things, but by and large having to rely, you know, much more heavily on Michael and and Penny's thoughts on players and, and different things we should do. And, um, you know, Michael was very um, supportive and open to my input and, and what I thought about our team and how we might still be able to find a way to get better um, even though we, you know, we had a roster that was fairly set. And so I just think the process was much more connected and uh, collaborative. And uh, I think that enhanced our ability to still have a great night, even though we didn't necessarily have a,
3: a, a high number in the draft. Stacy Pace. Thanks, Eli. Derek, this question is for you. You touched on this uh, a little bit in terms of this hungry Uh, young talent crop of young talent that's coming into the league not just trying to make your roster but looking at the big picture how encouraged are you excited are you looking at all this young talent this draft class in terms of once again watching the WNBA raise the level of competition
4: yeah that's that's um that's a great point I I, I feel um you know very fortunate to be in the WNBA right now and a part of it because you you see um the the evolution accelerating at a high rate on uh, the versatility that these players have coming in, the different positions, the different skills that they have. And um, in, in having, I think, a, a, a second generation now of, of young girls that have been able to watch the great players before them, to watch players on our roster, Candace Necker, uh, Christy Tolliver, Simone Augustus, Um, they've had a chance to watch and and see themselves in that position and then taking it even uh, to a higher level. So uh, to me, you can feel that energy in the video that you're watching. Not only was it a really um, good, I think, senior class, I think the draft was a little more balanced than people thought it would be. Uh, But when you see the juniors and the sophomores and the freshmen that are playing in, in the NCAA now on the women's side, um it just to me it just makes you really excited about where women's basketball is going and um, you know we we just can't wait to get started so we can start working with our players and and uh, helping them get better and uh, you know trying to accomplish our goals and objectives for this season and and going further
3: thank you
2: LA Sparks head coach Derek Fisher and assistant general manager Michael Fisher very pleased with the selections that they were able to make in this year's WNBA virtual draft presented by state Farm up next we're going to hear from the newest acquisition number 20 overall Beatrice mom premier. that's coming up next and welcome back to Believe in Sparks presented by betonline.ag now let's hear from the newest member of the LA Sparks Beatrice mom premier
6: hello this is Beatrice premier.
1: hey thanks for joining us um, we'll kind of piggyback back um to uh Brady Klopfer with FC Nation.
5: Hey Beatrice, um congratulations first and foremost. Thank um,
1: you.
5: Just wondering your thoughts um on joining a team that has so much talent at the power forward and center position that now you're gonna to get to come into a training camp and, and learn and play next to neck and Shanae Blumke and and Candace Parker. What, what are, what's your main emotion? I guess heading into to that situation where you have people in your position who are kind of legends in in the league, that you you're going to get the chance to learn from on a daily basis.
6: Um, I'm very excited for this moment and this opportunity um, to get to play with great players. Um, I feel like my game can improve a lot, and I feel like them being on my side and by me every day in practice, um, you know. Um, working together could help
1: me
6: um, help me progress as my career go on.
1: And then uh, Jim Alexander. Did you did you have any sense going into this where you might go? Were, were you were you kind of looking at the at the draft list and trying to plot this, or did you just kind of okay, I'm gonna empty my mind and whatever happens, happens
6: pretty much empty my mind and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, I feel like I I landed in a great place and I'm just honored to be here and, you know, just getting the opportunity to show what I can bring to the team. Well
3: what what
1: was the foot injury and, and how much of it? How much did it hamper you even even did it hamper you even after you came back?
6: No, not really. Um I just had like a acute foot injury. Um you know, I just had I had to sit out uh, multiple games, like fifteen games. And when I got back, I feel like you know, after I recovered, and when I got back, it was pretty much as if I, I, I it was as if I didn't even have an injury. Like I felt great coming back on the court, um, just a little winded from being out of shape. But other than that, I think I'm pretty I'm good.
1: Uh, Megan Hines, Swab Report.
3: Um, my question is, um, how would you describe your game and style of play in one word?
1: energy um zach boyer with the athletic Uh, i'm just curious you you had the first couple years at baylor where you didn't necessarily have a chance to to carve out a a consistent role i guess you played quite a bit how much can the experience from baylor and and going through that now help going through here where you're going to have kind of a really uncertain path to playing time early on
6: at the time at baylor i was young and you know i've grown into a better uh, a mature player now um i feel like Whatever the team needs me to do, I'm ready to take on that role, in that aspect.
1: Uh, Ronald Wallace,
6: you've had over a thousand rebounds and
1: and blocks
5: and stuff like that. Looking at this LA Sparks roster, there's a lot of veteran talent on this team. What do you expect to you know learn from those guys, and uh, what can you contribute to the team?
6: Honestly, I think what I can learn from the veterans are Basically, like being patient, um you know take things um take like take take things one at a time, don't rush into it, um at the end of the day, be confident in yourself you I know, know
5: i I was looking at when when your name came across the screen, I said l a sparks, and I thought about the rock, I'm like coach fisher and you know, uh are in hog heaven right now, getting you uh onto the roster and can't wait to uh get to see you play uh this upcoming uh season. So uh, congratulations again
1: and uh wish the best for you. Thank you so much. Thank you, You want to get in one more here?
3: I would love to. Thank you so much. Well, dreams do come true, don't they, young lady? I'm so excited for you and yes. when you <laughs> right? And when you take a look at the yeah. roster of of the women that are going to be your teammates. This is your new family. When do you think it's going to register to you that you're going to be on the same floor with your new teammates, your new family—Candice Parker, Simone Augustus, Christy Tolliver, Neeka Gumake—the list goes on. You are covered, girl, covered.
6: Yes. Um, I don't really. I, I think I'll be more in shock when I'm actually there, and I guess to like meet them and see them and get to get to talk to them and them getting to know me and I'm getting to know
3: them and just learning from them will be where reality hits. Can't wait to have you here. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Uh, John W. Davis with Winsider. Yeah, how comfortable do you feel playing in like a,
4: a inside-out role where you can kind of move around and do different things on the
1: court?
6: I'm excited about that. It's um, a little similar to the Miami Dribble Drive. Um, I was capable of, you know, stepping out a little bit more this year um, and just, you know, advancing my game and learning and progressing, I feel like, in the long run you know, that would be a better opportunity for me to have being able to play inside and out. And a lot of work, you know, at the end of the day, um, just working on it, just working on getting better.
1: Sabrina Merchant, SB Nation.
3: I'm curious you. what you thought of the way the WNBA was able to put on this draft virtually, like what was your experience like?
6: My experience was pretty good. Um, the camera was working, um, you know, every time something went wrong, I always got a phone call, um, you know, other than that, I'm like I think it was a pretty good, you know, virtual draft for the first time.
3: Do you still feel like you were able to like have your moment, like oh, I got drafted in the WNBA? Yes,
6: I mean, you know, my family was excited for me. Um, you know, this moment is like once in a lifetime, so of course everyone excited. I'm very excited. I was nervous in the beginning, but now it's just excitement running all through my body. Mm.
2: We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. Join Sydney and me on every episode of Believe in Sparks. You can follow Sydney Weiss at sweesbaby 24 on all social media platforms. And you can find me at Stacey Pates. To find out more about how you can be mentioned on each one of our broadcasts, please reach out to Believe.com. Be one of our sponsors. We would love to have you. For Sydney Weiss, I'm Stacey Pates. We will definitely be checking in again very soon. Right here on the Believe Podcast Network, this was Believe in Sparks presented by betonline.ag. For the ones who work hard
0: to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus